we beat them with intelligence. Zapier only moves stuff around, but we can understand what is inside and make a better decision. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hey folks, my guest today is Ilya Zelenkin. He is building something called Bit Scout. He calls it Zapier with Brains. He was born in Minsk, immigrated to Barcelona, pursuing a career in global and multinational. Last seven years, he led the innovations unit and built super successful things. He got multiple innovation awards and then finally left to build his own thing, which we love. A month before COVID, this is when this all happens. He's a husband, a father, loves basketball and video games, a fan of Steve Blank, Ben Horowitz, and Peter Thiel, would work for Elon Musk just for food and the bed. Ilya, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, thanks a lot, Nathan. Yes, a f- here. Food, food, a bed, and a flamethrower, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what is BitScout? I mean, how can Zapier get improved? It's a huge company, $4 billion valuation. How do you beat them? Well, that's very simple. We, we beat them with intelligence. Zapier only moves stuff around, but we can understand what is inside and make a better decision. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Can you tell me a customer who's using you and how they're using you? Yeah, so simply only humans and uh, artificial intelligence can understand what's in the content. So they can look at the picture and see like that's five chairs or three cars or that's a scratch or that's a break. Um, Zapier cannot do that because it just understands that this is a picture. And what we do is we allow our users to integrate um, ready-made intelligence into their projects where they need a little bit more understanding of what's going on to make better decisions and be more productive. I see. Interesting. When do, what are average customers paying you per month to use the platform? So we we have uh, we are paper use we have paper use models. So customers pay for a kind of transaction, but we package this into monthly plans, so it's easier to predict what your costs will be. Right now, we are approximately at ACV 1000 per year. Okay, got it. So about $90 per month is the average customer. And what's yeah. the utility metric, the usage metric you're pricing against? Uh, so we, so the, in general, we are pricing against value. In this case, we are saving time. We can, on average, we save from five minutes to weeks of time uh, because of the automations. And uh, we only price against that metric. But, but you can't price against time saved because you don't know how much time you're going to save them. So you're pricing at the yeah, number of automations? Yeah, so it's a, uh, it's a tough balance. So what we do is uh, you have monthly plans where a number of execu- number of transactions is included, like you have a number of gigabytes. 
And uh, what happens is uh, the, 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 the moment you overuse this capacity, you move forward with, uh, with just charge extra and that's it. Ilya, let me take a shot at pitching this to my audience because I think you have a smart pricing plan, but I, I still don't think they understand it, right? So you basically, if you set up if you set up a system on BitScout, you know, send my lead from HubSpot to a Google Sheet, that's one workflow run. If you get 500 workflow runs, you're going to get advanced. 3,000 workflow runs, you're going to get advanced again. So you're really pricing against number of workflow runs and number of projects, correct? Yes, yes. Well, number of projects is just a natural uh, limit. It's not physical. It's not a technical limit in the system. We want, if you have more than five projects, like it's better to talk with us, maybe we can structure it better. I but see. And a scout, but, when you say up to 15 scouts, that's 15 seats, right? Yes, but in, in, in because there is a additional feature included in our platform that we are still developing, which is called rewards. And because our platform is used in work environment, in project work environment, you can assign awards for people when they do tasks. And oh, very cool. What, very cool. What it's called a scout. No. Elliot, how many customers today? Right now, we have six uh, enterprise customers. Six customers. So uh, can I take six times 90 bucks a month? You're doing about 450 bucks a month in revenue? Something like that, yes. Or, sorry, five, 540, 540 a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and so is this fairly new then? Did you just launch? Yes. Well, we actually launched in January, but it took some time to take it forward because the challenge that we have is we are on top of some tool. So we are not a separate tool. We are on top of Monday and Asana. So when you do customer discovery, you need to make sure the first condition is met. The customer uses Monday or Asana or some other project management tool. So there are no such lists exist. So you cannot go to an outreach, for example, and get this list because the, mm -hmm. this, this is a protected thing. So that is the first barrier you need to overcome. But once you overcome this barrier, the users are naturally embed our system into their projects. Understood. This, so just to yeah. be clear, you launched this year in January. And is it just you or do you have a team? Uh, no, there are three of us, but I am the only one full-time. Okay. And how much equity do you own? Do you own 100%? Uh, no, I own uh, 70 70 something 70 something and who owns the rest uh it's my cto and uh, my second cto <laughs> two cto that's a good that's a good group two ctos yes um okay cool now have you bootstrapped this or not yes we totally bootstrapped right we now. love that we love that so what's the plan how do you go from six customers to 600 well um that, that that is what we're doing right now right now our thinking is that uh, we closed half we closed three customers ourselves and then well i closed them and then three customers came as an inbound leads so we understood with using acv of between 500 to 2000k we need inbound customers that's the outbound we're not gonna work and we are rebuilding our strategy and our site and features of the product. So we, we, we onboard more from inbound from our website. And we are actually replicating Zapier strategy by creating lots of landing pages. Like, for instance, if you want to compare two documents between each other, click on that button. AI model is in your account. Mm -hmm. If you want to, for example, create, um, make a summary of a meeting, Click on that button, the model comes to your account. So that's what Zapier did, which is actually very clever. So you cut through all the you know marketing, you just say that if that's what you want, right? Click a button. 
Many of you guys listening have built incredible SaaS tools to help other founders, specific industries, really get value or make some system easier. The problem is you can't help your clients until they import some portion of their data. And you've considered on your Trello board and your Sprint timelines, spending weeks building a CSV importer for certain data sets. You're smiling right now because you know I'm right. And either you do it and you waste engineering time or you don't do it and your customers have a horrible time getting onboarded. And listen, let's face the facts. Your ability to give value to your customers sometimes is very dependent on their ability to get you their data. Once you have the data, everything is really smooth. Well, this exact problem probably explains why FlatFile is growing so quick. They've raised over $44 million and they do exactly this. The data onboarding platform for your marketing teams, your engineering teams, they enable you to get usable data faster so you can focus on what matters most to your business. And the fastest growing companies like my friend ClickUp, Zeb, multi-billion dollar valuation, they all use FlatFile. Now, FlatFile reached out, they wanted to sponsor. I said, you got a good deal for us? And they do. For anyone listening, any anyone that's part of the top entrepreneurs community or get latka you can get a deal now to get started today at nathanlatka.com forward slash flat file and they make it so easy by the way their onboarding is beautiful you don't have to commit to a bunch of stuff you can actually see a demo live instantly right now check it out nathanlatka.com forward slash flat file so Ilya, obviously $500 a month for you personally and, and your co-founders is not enough to support yourself. So how are you guys like paying like personal expenses while you grow your startup? So first of all, we have uh, personal savings because when I exited uh, my uh, this large multinational, uh, so I took uh, compensation due to the fact that I had, uh, mm, there was a plan tied to the solutions I've built. And uh, so we're using our own money, but we're looking forward to fundraise uh, in nearest time, uh, maybe a, a seed or pre-seed round, because we understand how the sales work. We have a strategy how to make it f- work really fast. And uh, this is where we, I think we need uh, external capital. How much do you want to raise? We're thinking between 200 to 500K. Why is that? Um, well, I'm really cautious in um, spending really fast because it's a very it's a product that involves AI so you need to uh, be very clear in your value proposition uh, for instance for us it took uh, three to five minutes to explain you what is AI and etc so I don't want to uh, raise a lot of money hire lots of salespeople before I really understand how this thing works mm-hmm. and the the most important thing on my on my table right now is uh, CEO strategies and inbound strategy and that doesn't require lots of capital at the beginning how much personal like your personal life runway do you have in other words how long do you have to build this startup where you can survive on your savings for a while i think uh, i have six months uh, left and how do you think about that i don't know i wake up and at night and cry you know <laughs> no i mean yeah, well, how how low have you where are you based right now I am in Barcelona. How low have you been able to drive your personal expenses so you can extend your runway and focus on the startup? I don't think that, um, well, I can, we can extend easily for a couple of more months uh, by just moving to a different city in Spain or a smaller city. But I don't think that that's a very good strategy because this is like a limit that I have. And everything, every plan that I have is built from that limit. 
So this there is a date, and that's date. That's the deadline. What's and the deadline? Second of the uh, second of February. And what goal do you want to hit by the second of February? Uh, we either have to raise a seed round of approximately um, two hundred to five hundred. Or we need to reach at least uh, five thousand MRR. And what if you don't do either of those? You quit. Uh, I think uh, I will hibernate. So I will regroup myself, go take consultancy job because I have lots of experience in telco, in telecommunications, and there are lots of consultancy projects. Regroup myself for a couple of months and then come back to that. Billy, I think it's great that you know that date with very clear metrics of what you want by that date. You know, it's very easy to start something. What no one ever talks about is how to stop something. So you get a lot of very smart people stuck in side projects that are never going to be bigger than 10 grand a month when they could be spending that time going after a much bigger challenge. So I'm eager to see what you do between now and February. <laughs> yeah, me too. And home, my right. whole family does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite book? Uh, my favorite book is business book is competing against luck um, by Clayton Christensen. Non-business book uh, is Ben Horowitz, the hard thing about hard things. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yes, uh, Ali Gozi from Databricks. Uh, number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Notion. And number and four, how, and Monday, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I give. I get straight eight hours sleep without question. Nothing can stop that. And what's your situation? <laughs> married, single kids? Uh, I am married. I have a kid, uh, four years old. Oh, very cool. And Ilya, how old are you? I'm 38. 38. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Uh, you don't have to rush. Guys, BitScout, it's Zapier on steroids, launched it this year, already have six enterprise accounts, paying on average 100 bucks per month, so we'll call it the SMB bin market, but he's doing about 500 bucks a month in revenue, aiming by February to get up to either five grand a month in revenue or go raise a $250,000 to $500,000 seed round. We'll see what happens. He's being scrappy right now. He's got six months of personal life runway left. He's got you know him and two co-founders. He owns 70% bootstrap so far. We will see what happens. Ilya, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.